0: So the title Effective Leaders Don't Wait on the Cow What does that mean? Effective Leaders Don't Wait on the Cow Well at the end of yesterday's lesson We talked about effective leaders Not waiting on the cow And the last statement Which I'm going to need a glasses So I apologize for a little bit of glare But I'm going to have to In order to get this right It said uh, it said that effective leaders they are fearless and don't hesitate to take the bull by the horns and wrestle it to the ground. They take action. Effective leaders who want milk don't sit on a stool in the middle of the field and hope that a cow will come find them. (laughs) So then it talks about an author, Danny Cox who was in, interviewed a reformed graduate who had become a successful entrepreneur, entrepreneur two times. Now, this is the critical part because there were four questions that he asked of himself and as he made the ans- got the answers, he listened very strongly to his intuition. Listen. First question was, what do I really want? So I say to you, what do you really want? The second question, what will it cost? The third question, am I willing to pay the price? And the last one, when should I stop paying the price? So let me ask me, as you ask you. What do I really want? I'll tell you what I really want. I really want to be able to help people like you gain the confidence to live into your passion. When you live into your passion, you have less stress and you seek deeper purpose for why you're here and you realize that the reason you're here is more important than just your own selfish desires. You've got too much more. You get your eyes off yourself. And you put it on others. On what you can do for them. Not what you can do for yourself. That's number one. What will it cost? Well. I talk about the golden hours. That's what it's going to cost. What are those golden hours? Well. I'm glad you asked. The golden hours those hours after work, that TV time, after work when you get home around 6 or 7 and you hang out till around 10 or 11. Those are the golden hours. Those are the hours that make the difference in whether your life turns out without regret when you're older or with regret wishing that you had done more that's what it will cost am I willing to pay the price heck yeah why should I watch other people fulfilling their dreams and I'm just wasting my time when I can be in in I talk about being in the arena I can be in the arena I can be in the arena living life and not watching someone else pretend to live somebody else's life. That's where you need to be, in the arena. Get in the arena. That's where life happens. You'd be more fulfilled. You'd sleep better. You'd be less stressed. And you'd be happier. I apologize for the light, but um, I, I had some time and I thought I'd do a Facebook Live, so bear with me. And okay, question number three: Am I willing to pay the price? Yes, yes. Think of yourself on that couch, vegging away, just wishing that you could do more, and just watching that one-eyed monster just absorb all your energy. You talk about. Being losing a part of your soul during the day and sucking the other half of your soul out at night. No! Get in the game. Get in the get in the arena. Live life on purpose. And then when should I stop paying the price? Yesterday! Yesterday! The price is too high to wait. Now is the time to begin. It doesn't have to be big steps. John Maxwell when asked, what is the major uh, he's the number one uh, leadership and management expert in the world. When asked what do you contribute as the major factor in your success without hesitation, he said consistency. Doing small consistent things every single day so I say where does it begin I always go back to your self-talk because the person you dialogue with the most is you and that dialogue normally is not I always talk about is it the coach or is the critic 9 out of 10 times it's the critic and not the coach You need to make it become the coach. One of the things it talks about in this book here. uh, No. um, Yeah, I think it was in the book. But also I think I heard it from uh, Bob Proctor. Talked about telling yourself. For 30 days, uh, repeat uh, it 10 times or 100 times. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Just before you go to bed. Right when you get up in the morning. And after 30 days, he said... It totally revolutionizes you from procrastinating. Hold on a second. I think I've got it down here at the bottom of the page. It says it. Yeah. It said... (laughs) Do it now 50 times. It was... uh, To be successful as a leader, you need to possess initiative. W. Clement Stone taught me this. He said "In in Dayton, Ohio... On uh, on procrastination He told everyone in the audience That for 30 days Each morning before getting out of bed They should repeat out loud Do it now 50 times at the end of each day Before going to sleep And they should say it 50 times again When they wake up Do this every morning and every evening For 30 days he said And at the end of the month you will automatically respond positively to any opportunity, boom! Eliminating the tendency to procrastinate. Do it now, do it now. Can you see that, the power of you saying to yourself, do it now and making a difference in your life, a difference that will dramatically transform. Starts with something small. Do it now 50 times, morning and night. Do it now. 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 Turn the TV off. Do it now. And see your life transform. See yourself become more than you ever thought or dreamed that you thought you would become. All because you listen to a crazy little guy like Brave El Dodd. On Facebook Live. On Winners. You can do it. Yes. Yes. Now. Here's one interesting story I'll leave you with. Talking about procrastination. Or that we talk about the gap between knowing and doing. Listen to what happened to this inventor. One of the best stories I've ever heard. Illustrating the difference between people who sees initiative and those who don't occurred on February 14th, 1876. That was the day inventor Elijah Gray finally went to the patent office with the idea about a device that had the potential to transmit voice over wires. Gray had been experimenting with ideas for the device for quite some time. But even on that day in February, he wasn't applying for a patent, only for a caveat. Now listen to this, which was a document declaring that he intended to create the invention and tried to patent it. He just intended to, okay? But at the patent office, he learned that just a few short hours before another inventor, before another inventor Had been there and filed for a patent on a very similar device. That person, Alexander Graham Bell. uh, Gray tried to challenge Bell's claim in court, saying he, not Bell, had come up with the idea first. But the court sided with Bell. You don't want to find yourself in a position similar to Gray's. To be successful as a leader, you need to possess initiative. David Clemens Stone taught them and then he goes into that other story about do it now. You see? Plenty of ideas come and go. One quick, one other quick one, uh, which is kind of a little humorous, but um, we were talking, I was talking to my wife about dolls and she told the story about her mother many years ago, talked about When dolls were first out You know you had bobby dolls And she said You know someday they're probably going to have A doll that can poop (laughs) Now that was an idea And that was a thought But no action was on it But if you go in the stores today You're going to find That someone took that idea And acted on it And now has made a lot of money off of dowels that can poop Yes dolls that can poop So many ideas come to us How many ideas have you had That once you went in the store A month or two months later Or a year later You found the very thing that you thought of A year earlier Or a month earlier Someone had already acted on You see we have Lots of ideas We need to capture them Then we need to get in the arena, like I always say. Get in the arena. That's where life happens. Not in the grandstands. Maybe I got a little too excited. I I realized my voice was strong. But man, it makes a difference. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to give you hope. I told my story yesterday. You can watch it. I talked about, because I I talked about... um, um, I was listening to one of my mentors, uh, Rachel Miller. So I told the story yesterday about my dramatic experience of being a frustrated employee, like a lot of you are. And what did I do? Although I had some divine help to kind of kick me in the butt to get me to do what I needed to do. I had, I was living enough in the spiritual to understand that it was necessary. And I made that move, and I'm here with you now, pleading with you not to be like me, and just stay. try to stay in the comfort zone. Get out of the comfort zone. Live your life. Don't just exist. Because if you live it, you won't regret it when you're older. You'll relax and be happy, and be full of Gratitude because of the impact that you made on many people's lives because you didn't waste the gifts that you were given and the talents that you were given. That's my message today. I bring it to you live out of my vehicle because I have to uh, do some work for the church. I run the cameras. Maybe I'll show a picture of that uh, on, on the feed. But yeah, it's been great. I enjoy being with you, but it's all about you and not me. Have a good evening.